Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now at the start of the week, we pointed out that the release of the minutes of the last Fed meeting were a key release in helping to gauge how the Fed was likely to deliver in terms of actual rate hikes versus what was already priced in. Now, the, yesterday, the release of the minutes themselves brought out two key points. First is that the baseline policymaker view seemed to broadly align with market expectations, with many FOMC members agreeing on the need to continue raising rates to get them up to the estimated neutral level. Second, though, the minutes did offer a little bit for both the hawks and doves around this baseline. On the hawkish side, participants noted that a restrictive policy stance, quote, may very well become appropriate opening the possibility that rate hikes may have to accelerate or continue for longer to bring inflation under control. On the dovish side, those several participants did note that risk management would become increasingly important over time, amid an ongoing debate on how to maintain price stability without derailing the labour market. Now, what do we make of this? In our view, the minutes largely fit into a narrative that actual Fed rate hikes are largely likely to deliver only on what is expected by markets, at least for this year. When combined with the factors we spoke about in last week's Through the Noise podcast, Peaking long-term U.S. inflation expectations, generally one-sided bearish positioning, the pieces may be falling into place for a rebound in risky assets. U.S. equities may still need to overcome weak technicals in the short term, but other risky assets like our preferred sectors, Asian equities and EM or Asian credit may be good opportunities. Now, before sounding the all-clear though, note that one key assumption behind our view is that inflation does show signs of slowing in the second half of this year. To that end, tomorrow's PCE inflation release will be quite important with any confirmation that inflation is peaking, likely to be taken as a positive sign by markets. Now that's in the US, but staying with central banks for a moment, another key focus for attention was New Zealand's Reserve Bank, which raised rates by 50 basis points to 2%. Now while the decision itself was consensus, the RBNZ projected that the policy rate would likely rise to 4% next year, which is above current expectations, and contrasts with Governor Orr's view that the natural or neutral policy rate was most likely between 2 to 3%. Now, overall, this fits well with our currency market view to favour commodity currencies, including the Kiwi, of course, but also the Aussie and the Canadian. Strong commodity prices are one positive factor, but the fact that these currencies face rising interest rate of their own uh, offers, uh, offers them a good source of support in the face of rising rates behind the US dollar. Now, we remain bullish on the Kiwi with 65.3 cents and 66.2 cents as the next key technical resistance levels against the US dollar. Finally, over in China, Premier Li warned that China would struggle to grow its economy in the second quarter, offer, offered caution on the unemployment rate for the age 16 to 24 age group, and urged officials to help address low business reopening rates and high corporate liquidations. Now, while the data and comments were relatively gloomy, from a market point of view, we would be biased to take them positively. This is because, firstly, we made the argument before that inexpensive valuations mean much of the gloom is likely in the price for Chinese equities and dollar bonds. And secondly, a renewed policy effort to support growth may be the catalyst markets need to turn around. The main risk is that the economy may need to pass the most acute phase of COVID lockdowns for the policy stimulus to be effective, but data in Shanghai, for instance, does offer some room for optimism on this front. So several opportunities today among risky assets more broadly, but clearly more so amongst commodity currencies and Asian equity and corporate bonds. We'll take a pause there. If you enjoyed this podcast, as always, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening. Wish you a happy trading day ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. 
For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.